last season on the New Noise Podcast. I'm going to need you to respect the candle, man. That's Max. That's it, dude. We're fucked. We are so fucked. And that's Hunter. These two gents are musical collaborators and best friends. Tell me what the fuck is going on. Rock and roll is dead. After discovering an online article claiming rock and roll is deceased, the two boys quit their jobs and dedicate their lives to saving the genre they love so much. We're gonna change the world. We're gonna change rock and roll. Luckily for them, Max managed to finagle a little way station for the band as they worked to get their movement off the ground. I've got a buddy. We can live and record out of his back house. Enter Julio. Oh shit, dudes! Yo, how you doing? Come in, come in. Graphic artist, condo owner, and all around eccentric fellow. Who the fuck made coffee this early in the morning? Did I sleepwalk and do it? I mean, I've been known to test the limits of my unconscious culinary abilities before. The boys second-guess themselves. I just don't know if we're gonna make enough of an actual impact. But through it all, they never truly lost sight of the end goal. So what's the plan after you guys finish these songs? Change the world. And change the world they did. Well, sort of. They, they played a live show. We are, uh, we Martyrs! Are, We're uh, martyrs! Yes! Ah! We are martyrs! And at this show, Max happened to meet a girl named Tina. Gotta love fire. It's the, uh, it's the official water of Opposite Dam. The opposite of fire isn't water. It's the absence of fire. You're fun! And if you don't think all this is already insane, the very next day, Hunter went ahead and did this. I trademarked it, signed it in our names, and we are now three part owners of Unreal Records Limited. We're gonna start a fucking collective. And that's where we left off. So there you go, you are all caught up. Now, if you'll indulge me, I'd like to take you back to the night of that very first show, the night where Max met Tina, the night that would change the world forever. Oh, I have to make that sound more dramatic. Hang on. The night that would change the world forever. We're gonna change the world. We're gonna change rock and roll. Hey, can I borrow that lighter? Thanks. Don't mention it. I'm Julio, by the way. Tina. Nice to meet you. You know, they actually sell lighters at both gas stations at that intersection up there. Totally fair. I'm just on something of a tight sketch tonight. Gotta get home before midnight because my DVR is scheduled to delete all the episodes of Bones that I've had saved on there for a year, and Bones gives me life. Alright. See, at the end of the day, we're all just made up of Bones. And that's an oddly comforting thought. But sometimes, if I don't watch Bones, I kind of forget that all of us are, across the board, 
just chock full of bones. On top of it, my girlfriend's been filling up the DVR with Storage Wars episodes, but then the Storage Wars episodes kick off the Bones episodes, and then the wars in Storage Wars almost feel like proxy wars in the larger battle that is the quest for Dominion over the DVR. There's only so much storage, and thus, the war. It's like, sure, Storage Wars is fun, but there's virtually no Bones in that show at all. They just open up the storage units, and a lot of the times there's mad stuff in there, but sometimes they're like, weirdly, kind of, empty looking. And then I'm reminded that life can be empty. And that is really not chill, so I need to remind myself that when it all comes down to it, we're all just big old bags of bones. Yeah? <laughs> You're awfully long-winded for a man on such an allegedly tight sketch. Want some? Sounds like you need it more than me. Mm. We all need things. While that is true, I'm gonna pass. I have some shit I still have to take care of tonight. Totally get you. I mean, we all got shit to do. <laughs> I gotta- Save the Bones episodes, yeah. I totally sympathize with that, but here's the thing. I have a kinesiology final tomorrow that is a third of my grade for a class that I am currently pulling a clutch C minus in. So I think that beats out the grand salvation of the Bones episodes. Got it. So in your eyes, kinesiology outranks pulling Bones episodes from the brink of eternal TiVo damnation, but crushing a few G&Ts and listening to some chill tunes far outpaces kinesiology. The tunes were an unexpected addition to the night. Hmm. A happy surprise, or...? Mostly not. They almost never have live bands here. That's why I come here to be alone. You go to an establishment frequented by other people so as to be alone. Well, yeah, they have alcohol here. Ah, alcohol. Mind if I say something an incy bit out of line? Be my guest. I almost exclusively traffic in the out of line. I don't think you come here to be alone at all. I think maybe you come here to escape loneliness. I'm sure that you're well aware that you're more than capable of purchasing alcohol and taking it back to your own home and actually being alone. However, you choose to come here instead. Por qué? Is it because you don't want to be the only person in the room drinking? Because that somehow marks you as depressed or verging on alcoholism or something else that isn't really true for you? Maybe. But I don't think that's all of it. I think you tell yourself that all you need is yourself. Because maybe for most of your life, that's the only person you could really truly rely on. But when it comes down to it, you've got bones. Just like me and everyone else in that bar. And there's something deep down in our programming that craves interaction, even on a surface level. And for you, maybe that's going to this bar once a week and getting a couple of drinks bought for you by a couple of thirsty dudes that you then, over the course of the night, drive away by grinding them into a fine powder of overbearing machismo with the boot heel of your unimpeachably superior intellect. And it's not... connection. But it's something. And that something, whatever it is, has become routine. And today, the tunes ruined that routine. And it doesn't matter if they were good or bad, but they were in your way. And that bothered you. But I don't think you hated it. 
In fact, I think you had a good time, and that scares you more than anything because when you're alone, you're safe. What do you think? Are we off base? I mean, you were right about one thing. It was an easy bit out of line. Hence the disclaimer. I guess one more thing, too. I didn't hate the music. I suppose I could address everything else you said, but I wouldn't want to throw you off your tight sketch. Ah, fuck, you're right. I'm like 47 seconds behind now. I guess I won't say goodbye to Craig. I still haven't forgiven him for borrowing and subsequently misplacing all three of my Godfather DVDs back in junior year, so maybe now he'll finally get the message. It's like, come on, Craig, if you're going to be the friend that never gives back DVDs, then don't have a locked media cabinet sitting right next to your TV. It's such a dead giveaway. Sounds like that motherfucker wants to get caught. The DVD absconding equivalent of Son of Sam. (laughs) Well, it was truly strange meeting you. Sorry, do you have time for goodbyes with me? Mm, Fuck it. I'll bump Lisa, too. Another DVD thief? Nah, she's just being super abrasive tonight. Try to tap into that brevity the next time you're on the TiVo clock. Appreciate the advice. I'll see you around. Actually, odds are you won't, so I'll go ahead and walk away backwards. That way you can enjoy the singularity of this moment for just a few seconds longer. Well, you should probably watch out for... (laughs) Now, motherfucker. Oh, God. That big old thing behind you. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You alright? Yes! That was a purposeful collision meant to illustrate a larger point. Which is? I will fill you in on that whenever you next see me round. Are you injured? Just my normally Teflon pride. Please stop talking to me. Craig would have loved that. <laughs> Fucking sadist. Hey man, I've been looking for you. What are you doing out here? Oh, just shooting the breeze. With no one? That girl crossing the street. Oh. Weird. What? I think that's the same girl I talked to earlier. Apparently she's in a band. Told her about the movement. Gave her my info. I won't hold my breath on that one, buddy. Really? Seems to me like she has her own shit to figure out before joining up with any causes. Well, as always, way to be weirdly intuitive to the point of being almost invasive. The Julio Spech. <laughs> Indeed. Come on, Craig's buying a round of shots. Okay, so he's got money for shots, but not Godfather DVDs? Fucking Craig. Fucking Craig! Joanne? Joanne? Hang on. Have you moved since I left? Psh. <laughs> of course. You think I just stood here playing this game for four hours? If history is to be believed. Yes. Well, for your information, I actually accomplished a great deal while you were out. I baked an apple pie, I baked a boysenberry pie, I did a few expense reports, baked a custard pie, and then I learned about everything that's happening in Syria. Wow, really? No. 
I actually pooped my pants a tiny bit because I was about to get past level five and couldn't stop. Ah, there it is. Okay, but before you judge me, just ask yourself, how much do you know about what's going on in Syria? You really think that the benchmark for a productive day should be measured by how much one does or does not learn about what's happening in Syria? Answering a question with a question. Classic move of someone who knows nothing about Syria. Fuck. Oh no! Another in a long line of game overs equally as devastating as the last 274. Except this time I got to the pretzel level. So, joke's on you. The joke has never been less on me. As much as you're being a huge dick right now, I'm actually glad you're back. Been working on a list of names for the band that are suitably ironically detached, but also like, you know, super empowered. Want to hear it? How long is it? It's not that long. Are you sure? Because the last list you made required unfurling. I did roll this one up to make a tiny telescope, so there will technically be an unfurling process, but it's hardly medieval scroll length. <sighs> Fine. Off with her head. <clears throat> Strumpet Strummers. <laughs> No. The Susan She Anthony's. No. What about the Susan She Anthon She's? (gasps) Double She? Yeah. Double no. Okay. Check this one out. Rage Against the Machine. Maybe we take a breather on the she puns for a few. Okay, okay. Good section coming up here. A whirlwind of girl spins. Too wordy. Lil dip hers. Too lil. Asteroid field. Too expansive. Guardians of the galaxy. Do I need to spell out the copyright infringement issues with that one? I've got a whole space theme section. Should I just skip it? Probably best. Rebel without a bra. You know I hate half rhymes. Are you almost done? I have to study. Almost. Great. Sorry, I misspoke. Almost three... Eighths of the way done. I forgot there was a backside. Can the rest wait till tomorrow? Because, as I always say, kinesiology waits for no one. It is actually super weird how often you say that. Okay, fine. If you're going to study, I'm going to run it back with my girl, Miss Pac-Man. Okay, so what's better? Can she seeology? Kinesiology? Or kinesiology? None. None are better. Get that cherry. Relax. Get in the flow of the game. Let the cherry come to you. It was right there. Don't backseat Pac-Man. Go get that shit up there. Are you serious? I got the big dot. I'm going to eat all these ghosts. Those ghosts are so far from the other dots. They're pulling you away from the end goal. Listen, if I get the opportunity to eat some ghosts, I'm fucking doing it. That's short-sighted. You'll never get past the pretzel if you don't start focusing on maximizing your invincibility time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize there was a scientifically correct way to eat dots. I'm just saying. I forget. Does kinesiology wait for certain people or... Touché. Hey, tomorrow after my final, want to work on that new song? I feel like I'll finally be in the headspace to really get it going. Now that I would stop playing Miss Pac-Man for. Okay. When it comes to any physical task the human body can perform, there is effectively an infinite number of ways in which the nervous system can achieve that task. This concept is known as motor redundancy. Physical tasks, I could list them and talk in nervous system. Infinity is fine to see. It's called motor
Thanks, guys. We are martyrs. Martyrs. And we are represented by Unreal Records. Cool. We've realized that means nothing to you. So let me just give you a quick lowdown. Super quick. Brief. We've got it down to like a tight 45 at this point. Seconds. Yes, of course, seconds. You guys like rock music? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You guys get it. We'd appreciate it if a few more people participated in the call and response section of this speech. It just, it goes smoother. So we want to change the way people think about rock and roll. What is happening? We are about to change your life, sir. That's what's happening. <laughs> Please don't heckle, because uh, it really just derails the whole speech. Getting back into it. Unreal Records, more than just a label, we're an artistic collective dedicated to the salvation of rock and roll. What does that mean? Sir, I'm getting to it. He's getting to it! <laughs> Sir, okay? Okay, so where was I? Uh, more than just a label, artistic collective. Spread the gospel. Oh, right. Uh, we're trying to spread the good word, the gospel, if you will, about Unreal Records. If you're a revolutionary, a mover and slash or shaker... This is neither the time nor the place, ma'am. But I am more than willing to revisit that proposition at a later juncture. What's the mission statement? Sir, I... Wait, Julio? Yeah, dog, it's me. Julio, how are you heckling right now? You're a founding member of Unreal Records. I have questions, man. What happened to you, man? I thought you were in Saskatchewan all weekend. That was totally the plan. But here's the thing. Wait, sorry. So, you know how I've been taking that new medication when I, sorry, excuse me, when I fly for my sinus headaches? Oh, naturally. I'm just gonna squeeze right past <laughs> Totally worked, right? My flight was more peaceful than the Dalai Lama after a three-hour nap. Then, twist, I get off the plane, and that's when one of the side effects I told you about starts to kick in. Fuck, was it the night blindness? No. Loosening of the teeth? Nah, man, the chompers are all good. Temporary inability to pronounce your THs? That would have been thoroughly thrilling. That said, think again. Not the... Oh, God. Perpetual vertigo? Perpetual vertigo is absolutely the correct answer. So I'm losing my balance like every 12 seconds. I'm running into poles, I'm tripping over dogs' leashes, meeting some cute-ass doggies along the way. But the worst thing is that I'm smashing into other people. That fucking sucks, no, dude. No, but that's not even the worst thing about it. I'd smash into them, and they'd apologize to me. I was like, where the fuck am I? Canada. Right. So I'm getting freaked the fuck out, man. Like, what society operates like that? Like, how could they possibly ever get anything done? But then, I was like, fuck, they have universal healthcare. Maybe I should move here permanently and try to get some sinus medication that has normal side effects like anal bleeding or explosive diarrhea. At least that's better than perpetual fucking vertigo. Is it, though? But, as I was following that metaphorical train of thought to its logical conclusion, I ended up falling asleep from exhaustion, sleepwalking into the actual train station, and sleep buying a ticket back to good old Los Angeles, California. Surprised you didn't sleep make an omelet beforehand. Oh, <laughs> I did. It was dank. Blue cheese, mushrooms, and I sprinkled in a couple of M&Ms. Surprisingly great combination. Anyways, the train ferried me home, and the rest is history. Figured I'd stop in and say hey. Hey, man. Question. Can a train ferry stuff? Hmm. I think a train can ferry stuff. I feel like ferrying is more about the stuff that's being ferried than the vehicle that's doing the ferrying. I think a strict constructionist might argue that only a ferry 
can ferry cargo. But if a ferry traditionally ferries human beings from point A to point B, then is it correct, or furthermore, ethical, to refer to human beings as ferryable cargo? Play a fucking song! Uh, yeah, alright, uh, look, yes, we hear you. We hear what you're saying. That one got off the rails. <laughs> Metaphorical rails, my guys. Excuse me. I'm just gonna work my way back here. Alright, uh, final plug. Uh, if anyone is interested, we'll be outside the bar after the set, passing out some literature. But for now, just settle in and enjoy the face-melting masterpiece that is this next tune. We call it, Can You See the Forest Through the Trees? Perhaps not, oh, but if it isn't yeah. seen, is it in fact known? A tale in two parts. One, two, three, four, five. not work for me. Okay, I am drunk. How is class? Why is our apartment full of people who are not us? Christmas party, bitch! Remember? We said we were gonna throw one, like, forever ago? I believe we agreed on hosting an intimate holiday get-together. That's true, and then I took that idea and kind of hit the nas on it, and now here we are. Yo, Joanne! This Pac-Man game is sick! Who's your friend? I, sir, am the other person who lives in this apartment. Who in this suite deck the halls with boughs of holy fuck are you? I'm Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, a couple pieces of advice for you. Lay it on me. First of all, it's Ms. Pac-Man, not Pac-Man. Open your eyes next time. Gender is a construct, man. Oh, wow. Good for you. You learned a buzzword. I hope you remember that the next time you're sexually propositioned by a beautiful, genderless person who just happens to have a penis attached to the front of their body. I'm actually pretty sexually fluid, so would that be rad? Let this be a lesson to us all. In today's day and age, you can be a good person and still be a terrible person. Was there a second piece of advice? Because you promised multiple. 
yes, there is. And the second piece of advice is don't assume that advice promised necessarily equates to advice delivered. Whoa, but I love advice. What a bummer. Yeah, life is full of big old bumskis, isn't it? I, for example, am pretty bummed out about the number of people in my apartment. Jeez, I'm sorry. Last day of classes before your little winter break, I figured you might want to let loose. No, I'm sorry. You're right. I do need to relax a little bit. Fucking Jeremy. Look, I just grades posted today at five, and I was too nervous to look. What? That's what's been eating away at you? Come on, you just gotta rip that band-aid off, girl. I'll even look with you. How about that? I don't know. Look, if you passed, which I'm sure you did, then great. Let's get smashed. If you didn't pass, then hey, I have an idea. We'll get fucking smashed. Pass or no pass, it leads to the smash. (laughs) I guess you're right. I shouldn't waste this opportunity to self-medicate to the nth degree, regardless of outcome. Totally, dude. Science rules. Now go in your room and rip that band-aid off. I'll grab a couple adult beverages and meet you in there, okay? Huh. Hey, you already looked. So what's the verdict? Oh no, I'm sorry, babe. I'll kick Jeremy out, and here, drink this all in one sip. No, I, I I passed. Everything. All of my courses. I'm, I'm good. I am on track. Wait, that's amazing. God, you look like death warmed over. For a second I was worried I was going to have to share my Xanax with you. No, I'm... I did it. Fuck yeah. You are happy about that, right? I should be, right? A part of me is. And the other part? It would have been so much easier to quit if I wasn't good at this. Girl, you're good at everything. So that was a terrible plan. I guess the only thing you're not good at is making plans. (laughs) You fucker. What do we do now? I think we go out there and enjoy the party. Inspired. And I think... Maybe, from now on, I should stop trying to eat so many dots and eat some more fucking ghosts. Bitch! If you're not eating ghosts, you're not living. Okay, I'll be out in a sec. One more thing I gotta do. I'm already mentally mixing your next beverage. Thanks. Hey Siri, text Max from the bar. Unreal Records, can I interest you in a pamphlet? Join the revolution! Uh, no thanks, buddy. 
You sure? The revolution waits for no man. You're scaring him, dude. Revolution is meant to be scary. Sup, Breezies? Unreal- Oh, hey, Julio. Anybody snagging pamphs? What does it look like to you, man? It looks, to me, like a largely untouched stack of pamphs. Feel free to build out the reality of the situation based on that observation. Figured. Maybe you gave out all the pamphs and replaced them with a fresh stack of root. We did not. Bummer. One guy did take one, but then basically immediately it became clear that he just needed something to sneeze in. Then I told him that our divine mission was nothing to sneeze at, and he threw it back at me. So, we're pretty much at square one. The original square! Wow. Really proud of you for staying positive, dude. Hey, listen. We've got the label. We just gotta keep the passion. The ideal will speak for itself. It's the drive we can't lose. Right, boys? Is the deck stacked against us? Sure. Have we gotten a single bite at the apple? <laughs> Not currently. Have I developed a pretty big ulcer since starting Unreal Records? Fairly sure. WebMD seems to think so. But we have the label. Our label. And that, that is something that no one else in the whole entire world can claim to have. Now, if you boys will excuse me, I'm going to go ask the bartender for some milk to coat the lining of my stomach. For, as I said before, there's a very, very good chance I have a fucking ulcer. So, he's definitely losing his mind. It's been a precipitous drop-off the last few weeks. How's it going otherwise? I mean, it's not great man. Aside from the money drying up, we're just not getting any traction. We're drowning. We need a fucking lifeline. Or maybe you, Max, need to let go of the 176 pound weight that's hanging onto your leg, dragging you under, pulling off your board shorts. Look, man, I'm not advocating for ditching the whole thing. I guess I'm just wondering... Why don't we start talking about it? I don't... I don't know how to answer that right now. Fair enough. Who's that? I don't know. Whoa. What? I think... <laughs> I think this might be our lifeline. Thank you for listening to episode one of the New Noise Podcast. Julio, played by Julio Macias. Tina, played by Carson Fagerbaki. Max, played by Maxwell Hamilton. Joanne, played by Kayla Murray. Jeremy, played by Arsenio Castellanos. Hunter, played by Hunter Porter. Created and produced by Hunter Porter. Sound production by Robert Nagelhout. Written and directed by Joey Bertolini.